You're listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Once again, it is another exciting episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. How is everybody doing? I hope that everybody had a great 4th of July weekend. As we wrap up this week, it is Friday, and this is the day that I'm going to start doing my shows. Don't forget to like and subscribe to my podcast. I am your host, Richard Holdridge, and in this episode, we talk about the Phoenix Suns taking a commanding 2-0 lead in the NBA Finals over the Milwaukee Bucks. The opening ceremony for the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo will be on July 23rd, and it will not have fans. And I preview the upcoming movie, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Yeah, I know. It's a slow sports week. Typically in July, we don't have the NBA Finals, but this is nice. I actually watched Game 2 of the NBA Finals last night. The Phoenix Suns are showing that they are a very good team when it comes to shooting the threes and they're not intimidated by the length of the Milwaukee Bucks even though I think Drew Holiday is a great defender Giannis the Phoenix Suns defeated the Milwaukee Bucks 118 to 108 they had control of this game for majority of the game despite Giannis's 42 points the thing is that Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday are your number two and number three superstars they need to step up Chris Middleton was 5 of 16 from the field. Drew Holiday was 7 of 21. Despite, he had some really good defensive plays, including a couple blocks that just made you go, wow. Now, this is going to be a different team at home. I think that Milwaukee will win game three and game four at home, which will tie up the series. I just want to see a good series, especially when it is a non-traditional NBA Finals. I was afraid that the ratings were going to tank because it's the Suns and the Bucks. Chris Paul is on a mission. He had 23 points. He had eight assists. Devin Booker with 31 points. Mikael Bridges in a starting role, 27 points. And the Phoenix Suns are two wins away from winning their first ever NBA title, which would be great for the state of Arizona because Arizona, if you're, if you're from Arizona, you only have the one title. You have the Diamondbacks winning the World Series in 2021. You had the Cardinals in 2009 got very close to winning the Super Bowl it has been tough and of course the Arizona Coyotes haven't really had success in hockey but where else are you going to get your title from the University of Arizona winning an NCAA title in 1997 led by Mike Bibby and Miles Simon I actually was a fan of that team because they knocked off a great dynasty in Kentucky but where are you going to get your title from I think that the Phoenix Suns who had a great team in 1993, led by Charles Barkley, Kevin Johnson, and Thunder Dan Marley. There's a lot of history here. I don't think the Milwaukee Bucks are going to win this series, especially since the Suns have home court advantage. Now, I actually, I, I studied both teams and their franchises, and I admit, I was a fan of the Bucks in the late 90s, early 2000s. They had a very exciting team. They made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals in 2001, led by one of my favorite players, Glenn Robinson. They also had Sam Cassell, and they had Ray Allen. I was also a fan of Ray Allen because when Ray Allen was a rookie in the NBA, 
He was also a movie star. He played in a movie called He Got Game as he portrayed high school phenom Jesus Shuttleworth. His dad was Denzel Washington. Denzel was actually in prison and in order for him to be released from parole, he had to convince his son to go to this university. So it, it was a very bit and you know, it's a Spike Lee movie. So, you know, there, there's a lot of adult themes, but the fact that Ray Allen was a movie star right out the gate, like when Shaq first came in the league and he was starring in blue chips and Kazam and steel and, and now he's like almost in almost every Adam Sandler movie. So it is great just to see these NBA stars get their due diligence. But when you're watching the NBA finals, how many State Farm commercials are actually out there? It seems like every time they went to break, Chris Paul was in a State Farm commercial. I do like the one with rising WNBA superstar Sabrina Onescu. It's pretty cool. But game three is going to be on Sunday in Milwaukee. And the Fear the Deer, Deer District, it is going to be lit because the Bucks are in the NBA Finals for the first time since 1974. I think they can make this series interesting, but I just don't think the length of Giannis and Brooke Lopez is going to be enough. Even though Milwaukee came out strong in the paint and the Suns were just lighting it up with three-pointers, this is a different game now. The Warriors were able to shoot their way to an NBA title in 2015, and then they had to get a superstar like Kevin Durant that can actually defend on the perimeter and shoot the three for them to get two more titles in 2017 and 2018. All right. I normally don't talk a lot about hockey on this show, but congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning for winning back-to-back Stanley Cup titles. The city of Tampa is on a run like no other city. You had the Lightning win the Cup last year. You had the Tampa Bay Rays in the World Series. Then you had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win the Super Bowl. The Buccaneers are favorites once again to win the Super Bowl as they're bringing everybody back. It just tells you. Now, the Lightning now have three Stanley Cups under their belt. And this franchise has only been in existence for 30 years. They already have three Stanley Cups. Me, as a lifelong Sharks fan... They've also been in existence for 30 years, and they have no Stanley Cups. Makes me feel kind of disappointed. But even the Tampa Bay Rays this year, they're two and a half back in the American League East to the Boston Red Sox. They've won four straight. It is a great time if you are a Tampa sports fan just to watch your teams succeed like they've been doing. Speaking of baseball, we had a very quiet Thursday as the Braves had a day off. Before the All-Star break, the Braves will travel to Miami to take on the Marlins for a three-game series. As we close out the first half of the Major League Baseball season, I got to tell you, the Braves have been the most disappointing team in Major League Baseball. You're talking about a team that made it to the NLCS and had a 3-1 series lead over the Dodgers. Right now they are 42 and 44. 
They are four and a half back of the first place New York Mets. And I am disappointed. I'm disappointed with the bullpen. Yes, they don't have Mark Melanson this year. He's now with the Padres. And Marcelo Zuna is out with that injury. But Dansby Swanson has been disappointing. And I know they got three All-Stars. They got Ozzy Albies. They got Ronald Acuna Jr. and Freddie Freeman. I think it's time you lock up Freddie Freeman to a max deal. (laughs) It is just very disappointing to see the Atlanta Braves struggle especially with their pitching. Yes, they had a setback with Mike Soroka. He is going to be out for the season. But with that, they still can get it going. And when are they going to start turning it around? As we do wrap up the first half of Major League Baseball, right now the best teams in the Major Leagues, surprisingly, the winning percentage belongs to the San Francisco Giants who have the best record in baseball with a 54-32 and record. They are a game above the Los Angeles Dodgers, the defending World Series champions. I got to tell you, this is the most surprising move. This is the most surprising start I've ever seen in a baseball team. The Giants have come out of nowhere, and they're in first place. Now, we all remember how great the Giants were last decade winning three world series titles and taking the cubs to the brink of the playoffs in 2016 it seems like they were doing great every even year and then they went into rebuilding mode and now they're back part of it is the leadership of buster posey but also when brian sabian left now they got a new gm so they were relying heavily on their pitching and the san francisco giants look very promising this year All right, moving on to the Olympics, because the opening ceremony in two weeks, we will have the opening ceremony, but the Olympics will not have fans. I'm still looking forward to the Olympics. We haven't had the Olympics in five years. Some of the events I'm looking forward to seeing are swimming, gymnastics, basketball, and the return of baseball. Baseball has left the Olympics. We haven't had baseball since the 2008 Olympics. Now we get baseball and softball. And so it's going to be exciting just to watch baseball again in the Olympics. That's just one of my favorite events. Uh, I know that they don't really talk about that that much. But that's one thing I'm looking forward to is the Olympics. And uh, we'll see how this uh, baseball team does under manager Mike Sosha. Uh, They're going to have major league player they're gonna it's gonna be minor league players and a lot of former major league players on that team and we shall see how it goes i know that we've had the world baseball classic that kind of substituted what they were doing in the olympics but uh, in tokyo no fans because we're still in a pandemic but that is okay because i think that we are just looking forward to seeing the olympics once again And, of course, the United States will more likely dominate with the medal count like they always do. And don't forget, next year in Beijing, we have the Winter Olympics. So that's coming up. I know that I was away for training for two weeks, so I missed the majority of the Winter Olympics in 2018. But it's going to be great. I'm hoping to see NHL players back in hockey for Team USA. All right, so next week, we got a big movie 
I mean, I'm a, I'm a big sports fan. So it's nice to see. All right. So it is, it is a slow sports month, but we also have Euro 2020 on Sunday. We got England and Italy. That's going to be exciting. If you are a soccer fan, I know in Major League Soccer, Atlanta and Nashville SC, which starting to become a rivalry, they led a 2-2 draw. But next Friday is going to be the premiere of the movie Space Jam, A New Legacy, which stars LeBron James and some NBA stars. Now, I'm going to preview this movie because I've seen a couple trailers and I was a big fan of the original Space Jam movie with Michael Jordan and of course it had a cameo by Bill Murray that was my favorite part of the movie was Bill Murray making a scene right at the end so Michael Jordan had to play a basketball game with uh, against the Monstars because the Looney Tunes were being held captive by the Monstars and even though it's called Space Jam, it doesn't even take place in space. I really don't know how this new Space Jam is going to be. First of all, LeBron James is not as beloved as Michael Jordan. How can you go see a movie when LeBron has been a villain the majority of his NBA career? The only time that he was considered a hero is when he brought Cleveland a championship in 2018. Second, the Looney Tunes are irrelevant. My kids don't even know who the Looney Tunes are. There's no cartoons, no new cartoons featuring the Looney Tunes. Also, the Goon Squad. So, the Monstars, they had NBA superstars like Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Larry Johnson. And then then they just, oh, let's get the tallest person. Sean Bradley, let's get the shortest person, Muggsy Bogues. They weren't even all-stars, so they couldn't even get the five best NBA players. This is a little crazy, okay? They got Anthony Davis, obviously, because he plays with LeBron. He's at Clutch Sports. Clay Thompson, he's got this goon member. He's got, like, water powers or something. Damian Lillard, great ball handler. I saw the trailer. It looks amazing. And then you got two female WNBA players. I can't even pronounce one of them. She's like a spider. And then Diana Taurasi, which is probably the greatest WNBA player of all time. I, I get that. The Goon Squad. Don Cheadle is the villain. What is the plot of this movie? Why did he kidnap LeBron's son? Why is he telling LeBron he's got to play a basketball game? Otherwise, he's going to lose his family, and the tunes are going to be deleted. I'm not trying to spoil anything. These are all in the trailers. I really, I'm going to see this movie because I really want to know what the plot is. Probably not for kids. There's some alcohol in the movie. Grand Granny's drinking a martini at halftime. Yeah, I'm not going to let my kids see that. Obviously. And the funny thing is, in the first Space Jam, Granny is not even playing. She's a cheerleader. Yes, I've watched Space Jam a lot when I was in high school. A lot. It came out in 1996. I was a senior in high school. Yes, I have seen Space Jam a lot. So yes, I'm of course I'm going to go see this movie. But I'm going to pick apart this movie like you can't even imagine. So Granny's playing now. Okay, that's cute. That's fun. Daffy Duck is not even playing. He was one of the starting five. 
in the original Space Jam. Now he's the coach because you see in the trailer he's got a suit on. The Looney Tunes go from cartoons to CGI. I, okay, I get it. I'll go see this movie. I don't know if it's going to be as good as the original. And the original was kind of cheesy too. I mean, it really wasn't all that great. It was just a very good marketing strategy for Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes. And it was just a big Nike commercial. So that's just my take on the new movie Space Jam, A New Legacy, which I will see. And now I haven't seen Black Widow yet. There are some movies that I'm really, really looking forward to seeing in lieu of a pandemic. I'd go see in the movie theater like Black Widow that just came out like the Suicide Squad. That is going to look pretty cool. I'll definitely go see that. I'm a big Marvel DC guy, so we'll see how it goes. All right, that's my show. I want to thank all my listeners that downloaded my podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook channel. And I am always on every platform you can think of. I'm going to do these shows Friday. I'm going to do these shows on Fridays now. So stay tuned. And I hope to talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved.